Welcome to That's My Biz, featuring two fly moms who are about their biz. Join me, Pamela, and my homegirl, Ginger, as we share the crazy ins and outs of juggling life, motherhood, relationships, entrepreneurship, and all that in between. Make sure to check in with us every Tuesday for a new episode and follow on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a beat. to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. Make sure you hit us up on the email, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net or you can find us on Instagram at carolinasportstalk.net. I am excited to be with you guys once again. For those of you who listen to our Wednesday show, you know that we said we had a special surprise for you. And without furthermore said or done, welcome to the first ever, first ever Carolina Sports Talk NCAA Basketball Tournament Special. Uh, no, yes, no, I know you guys wanted it, so I felt like it was my obligation to give it to you. No, really, stop it. You're being too kind. You're being too kind. You're being too kind. But another little quick surprise for you. Back by popular demand because, you know, the people were asking for it. They were chanting. They were crowding. They were saying, where is he? The people's champ. We want DJ High Star, so you got DJ High Star in the building, baby. DJ High Star, holla at the people. What's good? What's good? Shemaine, man, DJ High Star back in the building once again, man. By the people, Cliff does mean Big Cliff. And I'm glad to uh, come out here once again. I'm glad to be in studio uh, with the in-studio appearance this week. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the audio is a lot crispier and all of that. So they know you got bass in your voice. You know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They know that I'm not talking to you from a Nokia phone or a blueberry, a Blackberry. <laughs> a Blueberry. But no, listen, speaking of blueberries, you, you sent me a nice little juicy one over there with that airdrop. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> nah, yes, that indeed, picture. Indeed. Yeah, yeah um, shout out to... Michael Jeffrey Jordan always moving the the culture forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it, no, no, it wasn't the wide leg jeans this time. He actually <laughs> um, showed some love to six different NCAA squads with a pair of retro Jordan fives, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, with their own uh, specific team specific colorway. So the six teams included is of course his illustrious alma mater. The North Carolina Tar Heels. We also had in there uh, Marquette University, uh, University of Michigan Wolverines, Florida Gators were in there, uh, Oklahoma Sooners, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. Georgetown Hoyas were in there as well. Um, am I missing one? Florida Gators, Oklahoma Sooners, Marquette, Michigan, Chapel Hill, UNC Chapel Hill, and yeah. um, Georgetown, of course. So shout out to those colorways. We're going to uh, get that up on the IG page. So you guys can kind of give your opinions on what your favorite colorways are. Um, mine's uh, in that specific 
pack there, the Georgetown colorway, and I really, really am a fan of that that uh, that Marquette University, that navy blue. I wasn't gonna do it to you, bruh. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. You already know where wait. I'm going. I say you waiting. Hunger and waiting, man. That Carolina blue, baby. Five. Name one shoe that Jordan made that just doesn't look good in that Tar Heel blue, man. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely right. So, nah, shout out to Jeff. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, as you call him. MJ did that, though, man. Those I know those guys were going to say, you know, they're going to be happy with that. Now, we had a private off-air camera. Mm-hmm. Convo yeah, or Unrecorded. <laughs> <laughs> about whether or not they should play in them or if they should, like, just keep them and, you know what I mean? Rock them. Put them on words, ice, exactly. For style. Now, because you're the guest, I'm going to let you go ahead and give your opinion. You heard mine earlier, and mm-hmm. the people will hear mine afterwards. But what do you think? Um, me again, and along with my superstitions, I'm just uh, like a guy of consistency and routine. So if I have some like on court sneakers that I, you know, been 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 doing my thing in, mm-hmm. I'll probably look to maybe wear those to the to the um, stadium or to the arena, and, and just then rock change them as the fresh, out, fresh. like all leading all the way. Like I might even wear those in warm ups and stuff, and then leading all the way up to the game, then switching switch to on. my. Yeah, into my situations. And as where I said on the other end, I would love to have, like, my whole team squatted out in them things, man. Nice. Like, from the center all the way down to the point guard to the number five man on the bench. Like, nah, we were in, in the game, man, because there would be nothing for me like saying I wore some fresh J's that ain't nobody else got playing and hooping in an NCAA tournament game. Because, like, until you've had those experiences, like, a lot of people don't realize what it means to be in something like that. If you played in a championship, even if it was a high school level, like certain, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, championships that you do that or like pin relays when my squad made it when I was an undergrad, like it even was, mid-levels, NAIA exactly. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so to say that you there and you in some fresh fresh, man, that would be dope. So, yeah, like I said, shout out to MJ. But as we get the program moving forward, as I mentioned, it is our first NCAA special, and so we are going to jump right in and with the coverage, first play-in game. So, without further ado, Norfolk State playing in the 16 seed automatic bid from the MEAC finishing 8-4 and four versus Appalachian State, the automatic bid from the Sun Belt. Now, overall, the ratings have the Norfolk State at 200 overall with a 204-ranked offense and a 219th defense. And then Appalachian State is coming in as the 209th ranked overall and the 227th ranked defense. So what do you think? You familiar with the teams? You think you're going to lean in one way or another for the mm-hmm. kind of playing game for the 16th? Look, man, you're talking to DJ High Star. So, of okay. course, I'm not okay. familiar with the teams. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> we're only doing but, a show about no, it. <laughs> no, we're so serious, though. We were breaking it down. Um, and you and I were kind of talking about this game prior to just because uh, I mentioned to you the whole Kylo Quinn thing. Being a New York Knicks fan, Kylo Quinn, NBA center, um, you know, back in 2012, he really led the the Spartans of, of Norfolk State, and they beat Mi- Missouri. They had a nice little run in the tournament. I think that was probably the last time they kind of made noise in the tournament, mm-hmm. uh, but this particular year, the matchup is a little tough. The only reason I say that, Four of App State's um, um, players are averaging double uh, figures right now when it comes to scoring. Yep, they're on that four-game winning streak, too. 
Come come again? I said that's a big part of their four win Absolutely. streak right now too. So now Norfolk State they do have some momentum and they've got um yeah just a lot of momentum on their backs from what they've done recently. Uh, but yeah, again though the numbers don't lie. Um, it looks like you know they got that App State may have that as well where it's a little bit more spread out. They've got you know a little average over four rebounds a game. Um, you know compared to uh, Norfolk State where it. You know, again, the numbers are just a little bit more in favor of App State. Yeah, overall, I think the pick with this one has uh, Norfolk State as a two and a half point favorite. Um, so, if we're gonna go ahead and pull our picks, which one you going Which one? Sh- what's your pick for this game here? Uh, blah. Going with the Miac? I was going gonna say with- Norfolk State is an HBCU, ain't they? They are. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Pinning me up against the Carolina team and uh-huh, um, uh-huh. HBCU, but hey, man, um, sue me. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. So I guess yeah, let's go with Norfolk State. I think in the early okay. round, okay. that's the that's okay. the the time to you can give folks your best your best punch. Exactly. And so we we I think we're gonna lock that one in. Both of us are going with Norfolk State on that one. Moving along, we are going to take a look at Florida State versus UNC Greensboro. Now, Florida State is coming in as a number four seed, and the UNCB, UNC Greensboro is the number 13 seed for the tournament. Florida State finished in six with an 11-4 ACC record. They're actually getting the at-large bid, having lost in the ACC tournament uh, championship. And then UNC Greensboro is coming in at 21-8. and eight. Our overview on this one. Um, again, with, with just um, program recognition and stuff like that, I don't see Florida State really fumbling that, but... Um, that that conference that UNCG is a part of, it's a pretty strong conference. And UNCG, they they've um, produced all year, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they they have a pretty good squad. I don't see like Florida State, um, dropping that one. So no, I agree. And even though UNC Greensboro is coming in with their leading scorer Isaiah Miller, who is a walking bucket, he's averaging nineteen point three points, four assists, and another two point six uh, steals for the season. I just don't see <laughs> him and the rest of them having enough firepower for the number four Florida State Seminole. So I think we kind of synonymous in this one. We don't need to go through the picks. We we both taking Florida State in this one. Yeah. Seven seeded Clemson facing the number ten Rutgers. Now I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm excited about this one. You know, like I said, I root for everybody in the Carolinas, and because Clemson is an ACC team, I do watch them. Although they're you know never going to be. Group four if they're playing the Tar Heels, but that's neither here nor there. Clemson comes in at 16 and seven for the season with a record in conference of 10, having received another at large bid. And they're going to face the number 10 seeded Rutgers, who have a 15 and 11 overall record with an, a 10 and 10 Big Ten record. So, what you think about this? Well, uh, the program, the only thing about uh, Rutgers to me, a pretty impressive resume, but their last two losses itself, um, they took a loss to Illinois and a loss uh, to Nebraska, both in March. Um, they're pretty, I would say, bad losses. Definitely over, you know, double digits. I believe both was over 20-point losses. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, those just going into the tournament, and their most, again, the uh, uh, Illinois game was their last game that they actually played. Uh, so those going into the tournament, I don't think that that does well for their momentum. Um, give me Clemson on this one as well. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take Clemson on this one. Well, I'll tell you what, even though Clemson had a rough stretch, um, 
much like a lot of teams throughout the league, they had some pauses due to COVID-19. And, and um, afterwards, they, they were just getting destroyed, <laughs> similar to that. Oh, were they? Yeah, just kind of blown out in games. All right, so. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right, let's reel it in. And so um, they did manage to recover, though. The, the fact that they're here in the NCAA tournament um, and, and relatively high seed just shows what the committee believed in them. And um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to, to go with you, despite the – Slow stretches at certain times. They overall, as a team, are, are are a worthy tournament team. Amir Simmons seems, or excuse me, Sims seems like he's the real deal, and I, I think he can lead them at minimum to a victory over the number ten Rutgers Scarlet Knights. So, as we move forward, we are going to come to my favorite game of the tournament. I am anticipating and looking forward to this game very, very highly that features the number five Villanova Wildcats versus the number 12 Winthrop Eagles. Rock Hill stand up. Rock Hill State, let's go. So as many of you know, we record here live in the heart of the Carolinas at Rock Hill, South Carolina. Currently, we are recording live in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is Carolina Sports Talk featuring yours truly, Big Cliff. Got my guy sitting in today. Guest star. Name man, DJ Highstar. DJ Highstar in the building. We already know what it is. But um, this game is unique for two purposes. I've got a soft spot in my heart for Villanova. Uh, Chris Jenkins is my nephew. His, bro- his father is my line brother, fraternity brother, great friend. Uh, and I've been a fan of Villanova um, and what Coach Jay Wright has been doing up there ever since he took Chris in and won a national championship with him, albeit over my Tar Heels. It was a bittersweet moment. But, again, I remember that young guy shooting basketballs when he could barely pick up a basketball. And to see him hit that great shot, like I said, I've just been a fan of Villanova ever since. However, comma, Winthrop Eagles, baby. So this matchup is going to fe- feature the number five Villanova Wildcats coming in at 16-6 and six with an 11-4 and four Big East record. They are an at-large berth, uh, having not won their conference tournament. And they are facing the number 12 Winthrop Eagles with a record of 23-1. and one. With the 17 and one in the Big South, they are also in well, they are an automatic bid. So um, Winthrop is well. I'm not, I'm gonna hold off in true form. What are your thoughts about this one here, High Star? Oh man, uh, that's right. gonna be a great game. Man, it is great matchup. <laughs> um, two great programs. Um, you know, with Villanova, people always you know allude to their strength of schedule or kind of the, the teams that they play all of the time and stuff like that. So even with their tournament berths, it's always kind of a given. Uh, you look at Winthrop, they're on a however many game winning streak. I mean, I know that their last five, that they swept their last five games, but mm-hmm. I know that they've been tearing it up, of course, with their 23-1 and record. Uh, Villanova, a couple of their notable losses recently to Georgetown, to Providence. Those two have been real close games, um, losing both by – um, two points and one point, respectively. All that being said, um, I honestly think that Winthrop's having a, a special season, and it's not going to stop with the first round out in the tournament, even in the Big South tournament, the way that they dominated and kind of left their footprint on the Big South tournament. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to perform at least through the first round, and um, upset a lot of Villanova and a lot of Wildcat Wildcat fans, a lot of Big East fans are going to be surprised, um, you know. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Anybody who listens to this program should not be surprised, will not be surprised, and if you're filling out your brackets, 
This one is the Carolina Sports Talk Lock of the Tournament. The number 12 Winthrop Eagles will beat the number five Villanova Wildcats, and here's why. You just mentioned it, that Villanova is 0-2 in their last two games in losses to Providence and to Georgetown. One thing that you didn't say, the reason that they have lost that is because they are down um, their star point guard, uh, Mr. Galepsity, uh, who was their leading scorer and rebounder. Since he has been gone, they have not won a game. He is integral to what they have done all season long, and with him out, they are in disarray. You match that up with the fact that they are coming against this hot Winthrop Eagles team led by Chandler Valdrin, who I honestly believe is going to be, uh, uh, if not a first-round lottery-ish type, he, at the minimum, he's going to be a draftee, and he is going to be a contributor on a team next year. The guy has all of the size. He's got all the moves. He is a walking triple-double threat. He is just quality basketball. And so, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm laying this as my lock that – Despite the even with apparently the odds are going with me with the spread Winthrop six and a half point favorites. So I thought I was telling y'all something new, but apparently not. Winthrop is a lock to win this game. You can go ahead and put money on that. So that brings us to the last game of the Carolina initiates in the men's tournament. And that is to good old Carolina, the number eight seed North Carolina versus the number nine seed Wisconsin. So the Tar Heels come in with an overall record of 18 and 10, having finished with a record of 10 and 6 in the ACC. They got the, one of the at-large bids as well. And they are facing the number 9 Wisconsin team that is 17 and 12 overall with a 10 and 10 Big Ten record. So, High Star, what you think? Well, being a Tar Heels fan, you know, I lean to them. I'm trying to be objective as possible without the subjectivity, if you will. Um, you know, taking a quick glance, uh, at Wisconsin, though, they're kind of hobbling into the tournament, if you will. Uh, the resume must have just got them, you know, kind of in there, if you will. Looks like seven out of the last ten games they've dropped. Um, you know, a couple of close losses, but at the same time, just, again, only 30% winning uh, percentage in the last ten games is not the way that you want to go into the tournament. So those are the reasons that I'm rooting for my Carolina Tar Heels. However, it's not one of those years where um, I'm like um, blinded like a Dallas Cowboys fan. Like, <laughs> oh, we're going to do it, y'all. This is our year. We're going to do it. You know, um, <laughs> we have also we lost our most you know recent game against Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropped that by three points. But uh, leading up to that, you know, since the Duke game, we have been playing pretty good basketball. Um, taking care of business and getting those W's. So hopefully we carry some of that momentum over into the tournament. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you what's going to spell like just nightmares for Wisconsin is if we do what we do best, they are not going to have a chance with us. The the Tar Heels are the number one offensive rebounding team in the country, snapping in 41.3% of their missed shots. That is going to be a hindrance for uh, Wisconsin. Uh, and even though they are leading uh, one of the actually second best in the country with only a 13.5 turnover percentage rates, if they have any turnovers, they're not going to get the ball back. We're either going to score or we're going to rebound and they are going to be in trouble. But overall, uh, this is one of the closest spreads in the game with the odds makers having the Tar Heels uh, a one and a half point favorite. So it sounds like you're locking in for the Tar Heels. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Tar Heels on this one. Uh, okay, that's okay. the fandom in me. 
Yeah, I'm 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 gonna do it as well. This might as well be a pick 'em game. I'm gonna take the points and I'm gonna take my Tar Heels. And so overall it should absolutely be an amazing tournament. I am excited. I am looking forward to just sports. I know I'm gonna be sitting in my office at work with the basketball game on my phone, my iPad, and on my computer screen. Cause that's just how I get down. So Hi Star, we appreciate you coming out for this special with us. Uh anything last you want to say to the people? Uh, um I yeah, outside of I appreciate you guys, you know, putting up with me for another episode and having me on another episode. Uh looking forward to what happens in this tournament, you know? Um everybody keep your mask on, brush your teeth before you put on your mask. Absolutely. The man just dropping knowledge on y'all. So let's make sure we follow that and wear our mask and take care of ourselves. But Again, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. Make sure you check us out wherever your podcasts are available. Hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk email at cliff at carolinasportstalk.net or you can find us on socials, Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk. Until the next time, peace. Please.